Y ahora a lo que venimos. And for my Hispanically challenged folks out there, I pretty much said, and now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Just not in so many words. What up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to the Spun Today podcast, the only podcast that is anchored in writing, but unlimited in scope. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz, and I appreciate you listening. This is episode 218 of the Spun Today podcast. And in this episode, I share my writing stats from May through September of 2022. That's how long it's been since I put out one of these free writing session episodes. So apologies to my fellow writers and listeners who appreciate these episodes, which are more writing heavy or writing focused. But yeah, and spoiler alert, it's been fucking atrocious. I've had such a horrible run in terms of my my personal writing goals and stuff like that. Falling way short for someone who thrives on and seeks structure. I'm doing a shit job of structuring my own shit. I definitely have to write the ship and refocus. And as I say that, I feel like I sound like a broken record. Like I've said that too many times already. So now it's to the point of like, all right, cut the shit or stop calling yourself a fucking writer. But yeah, I also share a writing tip that I picked up along the way. And I tell you about a masterclass that I've been watching, which by the way, is also chock full of writing tips. None of which I seem to be implementing very well. And lastly, I read and reflect on a couple of free writing pieces of my own that can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. And spoiler alert, I'm going to reshare two free writing pieces that I previously covered a few years back that seem apropos for today's episode. So I'm going to drop that in in case you notice a little sound quality difference, etc. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you guys about a quick way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast if you so choose. Your support means a ton, helps me keep the proverbial lights on, motivates my creative juices to flow and focus in the direction of actually creating content. So God knows I need that support. So here's a quick way that you can help support and then we'll be jumping right into the episode. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five-question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. It's completely free at no cost to you, And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? Spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here are my writing stats. And brace yourselves because it starts off bad, gets a little bit better, and then falls off a fucking cliff to like worse than ever, I think. And consistently worse than ever for a few months there at the end. Here we go. May 2022, I wrote 11 out of the 31 days of the month for a writing percentage of 35.5%. Definitely not good. 
In June of 2022, I wrote 14 out of the 30 days of the month for a writing percentage of 46.7% trying to redeem myself. Did a little bit better that month. Then in July of 2022, I wrote only 7 out of the 31 days of the month for a shit writing percentage of 22.6%. And then in August of 2022, in a feat of absolutely disgusting, less than mediocrity, I again wrote only 7 out of the 31 days of the month for a writing percentage of 22.6%. Then, this past month, in September of 2022, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, I didn't even track my writing for the month. But I have a slight asterisk on that one, I guess in a cheap attempt to show face here. I was on vacation for a couple of those weeks to DR, which you can hear about in the previous episode, episode 217 of the Spuntily Podcast. Or on my Instagram, if you want to just listen to individual chunks and pieces of the show, you can find that on my Instagram at Spun Today or my YouTube channel, which is chock full of Spun Today clips. But yeah, very bad, horrible, atrocious writing streak that I've been on. And I want to say that I've been doing a little bit better during October, but don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. And that, folks, was a recap of my writing stats for May, June, July, August, and September of 2022. The writing tip that I want to share with you folks today comes from a book that I've been reading, which I'll do a full you know, book review slash breakdown of once I actually finish it, like I normally do. But I just recently started it. It's not done. So I'm not going to get into all that just yet. But I did pull out this tip to help drive a point home for myself and that I thought was definitely worth sharing as well. The book is called The Writing Life by Annie Dillard. And I just recently heard of this book on a podcast and I can't remember which one. I think it was it was uh, when Louis C.K. was on Rogan, I think, but I'm not positive because I feel like I would have remembered that for sure. And like throughout the day, I listened to like on YouTube, a bunch of different like clips from different podcasts and stuff like that in the background while I work. And this was one of those either from a clip or an actual episode that I was listening to. This was from that. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, shit, I never heard of that book before. And I obviously enjoy books on writing, like on writing by Stephen King, and The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, etc. Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont all of which I've spoken about ad nauseum on this podcast. So when I heard this one, gave it a quick goog and uh, ordered it right away on, on Amazon and started reading it recently. Anywho, Annie Dillard also won the Pulitzer Prize for a different book that she wrote called Pilgrim at Tinker Creek. And she won the Pulitzer Prize for that book in 1975 for general nonfiction. Anyway, the writing tip that I'm going to share with you guys today comes from another book, again called The Writing Life. And it's about the idea of a line of words for a writer being the writer's tool, similar to a hammer for a carpenter or a paintbrush for a painter, etc. And here's what she had to say about that. The line of words is a hammer. You hammer against the walls of your house. You tap the walls lightly everywhere. After giving many years attention to these things, 
you know what to listen for. Some of the walls are bearing walls. They have to stay or everything will fall down. Other walls can go with impunity. You can hear the difference. Unfortunately, it is often a bearing wall that has to go. It cannot be helped. There's only one solution which appalls you, but there it is. Knock it out. Duck. And this definitely rang true for me, as I'm sure it does for for others. When you write something that you kind of like bias towards, you like like it, you kind of like patting yourself on the back a bit, thinking you're hot shit or something. And then as you continue, as you continue working on that novel or short story or that writing piece, you realize that sentence or that paragraph page 10 that you fell enamored with in the beginning no longer really fits in your story. You may have even thought that someone someday would take those words, would take that excerpt and share it on a podcast of their own as a writing tip or a dope takeaway or a great line of dialogue. But alas, you are at the point where you realize, fuck, doesn't fit. And you either have to try to rebend and shape all of the story you've written after that, that works, to try to fit that line or piece of dialogue or paragraph that you initially fell in love with, or get on with it and do what you know needs to be done and knock down that bearing wall and duck. And similar to that concept in comedy, which I know I've also said this before on the podcast, so apologies for hearing it again, that um, concept within stand-up comedy that I, I hear of a lot of killing your darlings. You know, having a closer, the bit that you end your show with that, you know, kills and getting rid of everything before then and making that your opener. And the idea is to, you know, you knock all all your entire act down, but you build up from that high point and you elevate the rest of your show, the rest of your act by doing it that way. And it's a similar concept here with the type of writing that Annie Dillard is speaking to. Something that I like that she went on to say, like in another paragraph, you know, still speaking about the same concept, but she says, you must demolish the work to start over and you can save some of the sentences like bricks. And that's a cool concept. I know I've done this a bit where I'll take a bit that I cut out a bit. Uh, I'll take a, you know, a line of dialogue or a paragraph or a piece, a chunk, whatever that I write within a story that I like either like the phraseology of it. I like the the pacing of it, the tone, I like something of it, but I know it no longer works in that story and I'll cut it out and I'll put it in like a, a folder within Scrivener, which is the writing tool that I use mostly, a folder in there of cutouts, of stuff that I cut out from the story that I don't necessarily want to, you know, junk or throw in the trash, um, something that I might want to revisit later to maybe inject it somewhere else within the, uh, throughout the story or within the story or to use it in something else altogether or to help guide me and you know write dialogue similar to this for another story and i definitely liken that to miss dillard's feedback there of saving some of those sentences similar to bricks similar to the bricks you would use to build up a house save a sentence or paragraph or two and do use those to create another story and i thought that was dope advice and once again folks that is coming from the writing life by annie dillard And I will link to the book in the episode notes in case any of you guys or gals want to check it out. The masterclass I've been taking is from Joyce Carol Oates, and it's called The Art of the Short Story. 
Joyce Carol Oates is an American writer. She published her first book in 1963 and since has published 58 novels. I'm struggling to get my second one out. What a shame. 58 novels, a number of plays and novellas, and many volumes of short stories, poetry, and nonfiction. Talk about prolific. And she actually teaches writing at Princeton University. And the same syllabus she uses in that class, she used in this masterclass. Here are a few of the takeaways that I've gotten from it thus far. The first one is that strong characters can generate the plot. And she goes on to mention, think of characters as hired actors that you're paying. If you don't need to use them, save your money and get rid of them. And it's true, like uh, a lot of the advice and guidance that I've seen related to, to characters specifically within your writing is that each one has to serve a purpose. They should be there for a reason. If you just fill up a story with a bunch of background characters that don't do anything or that don't serve a particular purpose, you're running the risk of them just confusing the story and people either consciously or subconsciously just wondering, what is this person about? What are they doing? When are they going to come into the story? What are, you know, like, what's their role? Like, what's going on with them? And that's an interesting way that she put it in terms of thinking of them as hired actors acting in the story that you wrote and that you have to waste money on. And if you really don't need them, you save your money. Something else I jotted down rings true to many, if not all of the first draft related writing advice that I've come across, which is write them as fast as you can. Don't take more than a day. Even if it's very sketchy, don't edit. Once you have that first draft, you can spend weeks working on it, filling it in, changing things. And again, that's something that I don't stick to as much as I should. Sometimes I have, like me personally with my writing, I have days where I'll be working on a draft and you know, I'll just, I'll follow that advice, just get to the end of it, bleed onto the page, just spill it out and go back to it later. But then there are other times that I'm like editing as I go and second guessing and going back to what I wrote a couple days before and not making that forward progress that in retrospect, I do recognize as being like a pitfall of one of the reasons why I haven't completed a specific work. Another good takeaway is that there are two ways of looking at writing. One is you're writing a story very transparently. And two, you're telling a story with language and language is the point. And she went on, if I remember correctly, to mention, to give examples of that, like folks that they're writing uh, where language is the point would be like an Ernest Hemingway. You know, it's, it's prose, but reads kind of as poetry, the way he like puts words together. And on the flip side, writing very transparently, she used an exa- the example of George Orwell, where his prose were very clean, direct and to the point. Here's a piece of advice I definitely have to implement if I want to get my shit together, or if I'm serious about it, rather, which is constant interruptions, self-imposed or from others, is the greatest threat to our imaginations, our writing, our work, etc. Make time to be alone and write. Got to schedule that shit in, got to structure it in. And the last piece that I'm going to share with you from this masterclass is a lot of best-selling novels, most, she says, are quickly paced. For example, Stephen King novels. 
and these use short declarative sentences. I think that's a piece of practical advice there. Again, as long as that lines up with your goal of what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish with your writing. That's definitely something to take away there. The use of short declarative sentences. And that, my friends, are some of the takeaways that I wanted to share with you fine folks from the masterclass of Joyce Carol Oates. And as always, I will link to the masterclass website in the episode notes in case you guys want to check it out yourselves. And now I'm going to switch gears and drop in the throwback free writing posts that I'm going to share this episode, both of which can be found on my website, both of which are linked to in the episode notes. One of them is titled like a white light going through a prism. And the other piece is called follow your unique light. And here they are. Y ahora a lo que venimos. And for my Hispanically challenged folks out there, I pretty much said, and now the moment you've all been waiting for. Just not in so many words. It's time to read and reflect on some of my free writing that can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. Full disclosure, these are two pieces that I shared on the podcast about three years ago. But in keeping with the advice of folks like Governor Cuomo and comedian Andrew Schultz that have been really advocating to you know, find the silver lining in these tough times and try to make the best out of out of your quarantine and get to reading that book that you've been putting off that you always say that you're going to read and you never do get to writing that book that you've been wanting to write watch that show write that script paint that portrait embrace your creativity so in that spirit i dug in the crates of the spun today free writing session and i pulled out two pieces that i feel could possibly aid you in that pursuit and the first one that i'm going to share is titled like a white light going through a prism and i posted that on the website on september 16th 2017 but it's actually a piece that i wrote a few years before that in 2014 and if you'd like to read along i link to it in the episode notes like a white light going through a prism Whenever inspiration hits you, it's probably not a conscious decision. It's more of an epiphany. Let it take its course. Let it ooze out of you in whatever form or medium it takes. Express it however it wants to be expressed. Release it. Let it out. Don't trap it, bottle it up, and allow it to go stale. Don't harbor it and, quote, save it for later. It won't be there later. At least not in the same way that it, it was and the best part it's infinite ever expanding you couldn't waste it if you tried ride its wave and elevate yourself and possibly even others for doing so how great of a plus is that so whether it's a song a quote a book a line in a movie an instrumental solo a laugh in anything that gives you a momentary glimpse into the self-perpetuating purity that is inspiration, embrace it and run with it. Because although the stream can't be wasted, the moment can be. Like a white light going through a prism and coming out of the other side 
as an array of different colors. Allow it not only to enter you in that unexpected form, but also allow it to come out of you, expressed in its intended form. And I wrote that on Sunday, February 16th, 2014 at 12.02 p.m. A lot of what comes out in these free writing sessions for me is a flow state, a stream of consciousness, a pen to paper and write whatever comes to mind. And when I do that, it's cathartic, as I've shared on the podcast time and time again. It helps detangle things in your mind. And I truly do believe that it's sometimes sometimes you do have like lightning in a bottle moments, not necessarily of, you know, the next greatest thing since sliced bread, you know, writing piece or or idea or whatever, but something that is fleeting in that if you don't capture, if you don't get it down on paper, if you, you know, quote, save it for later, like, like I say there, it's just not there later. You forget it. You know, it could be an idea for a character, an idea for a line or story. And you're like, oh, I'm definitely going to remember this in the morning because you don't want to get up out of bed to jot it down. And then time and time again, the next morning comes and you don't remember shit. Then you're kicking yourself about it. So I'm speaking to those type of moments. Well, at least that's what I'm getting from this piece right now as I'm, you know, reading it back. And I speak to how those moments come and go. They can definitely be gone. You can definitely waste those. But the stream of it, of inspiration, of motivation is always there. You just have to tap into it. And sometimes it taps into you. And when it does, in those times that I that I reference, like an instrumental solo or a line in the movie or a quote or something that sparks some sort of momentum within you, it's absolutely on you to act on that. And if you don't, when you don't, know that you're running the risk of never having that specific moment again. And the fucked up thing is that you never know what those specific moments can become. Like Margaret Atwood, for example, that we were speaking about before at the beginning of the show, would she have had the idea for The Handmaid's Tale if she wasn't going through her mother's old belongings after she passed? Or take it a step further, when she did have the idea from reading that classified, when that seed was planted, what if she would have treated that moment like, ah, I'll, re- I'll remember that later, and then just never got back to it? So I hope this piece not helps you f- find inspiration because inspiration is technically around you all the time. I hope it helps you see the inspiration that is already around you. More importantly, it helps you to remember the importance of acting on it and doing something about it when you do feel that inkling of inspiration. And again, that post is like a white light going through a prism. And last but not least is follow your unique light. I posted that also on September 16th, 2017 to the website and similarly wrote it a few years earlier in 2014. And here it goes. The combination of thoughts, experiments, and experiences that it takes to be you in this realm is irreplaceable. To allow fear and insecurity to blanket the innate selfishness that is not expressing yourself is a disservice to your evolution as a person and to your influence on the evolution of others. How dare you take that cowardly route? Be you 24-7, 365, and 366 in the leap year. 
and don't you ever look back. At least not in a questioning or resenting way. We shouldn't have a choice in the matter. Let the light that's inside you shine through. Let it light your path, the path that is only walkable by you. It's okay to find yourself and figure things out by going through different experiences in life. But it's not okay to find solace and comfort in one of those experiences and pigeonhole yourself into it because of a sense of security among all else. Shake things up a bit until that sense of security that you're searching for is implicit and just part of the package deal, realized by the second nature feeling that is living your dream. Follow your unique light. And I wrote that on March 23rd, 2014 at 12.03 p.m. All right, I uh, think I went a little bit hard on the how dare you take that cowardly route. We shouldn't have a choice in the matter portions of this piece. <laughs> but um, that aside, I get the sentiment of it. Kind of ties into what we were speaking about before in how your actions, ability to put yourself out there through your work, through your art, can help and impact others. If you take the quote-unquote cowardly route, which I don't necessarily think I would call that that now, but if you take the safe route of not putting yourself out there and not pursuing something that you're passionate about for whatever reason, because you you have a family to look after and you don't have time to dedicate to this thing that you're passionate about because you you're working two jobs and trying to put food on the table or you know fill in the blank whatever the reason is that doesn't make you a bad person obviously and everybody's circumstances are different but in a very general sense the lack of pursuing what it is that you're into never winds up having the potential of impacting and helping and sparking it in someone else and i also appreciate the last sentence here which is shake things up until that sense of security that you're searching for is implicit and part of the package deal realized by the second nature feeling that is living your dream meaning that sense of security that oftentimes can turn into a false security because you're you know technically assuming somebody else's risk that sense of security that you find comfort in shake things up by following your dream by following a dream of yours and immersing yourself in it to the point that that feeling the way it must feel of truly doing what you love that becomes the number one thing and the whole security and safety piece of it just winds up being part of that package deal just winds up be part of that experience because you are putting the leaving living your dream on such a high pedestal and loving it and being fascinated with it and working at it and making it work to the point that the security comes with it eventually or at least that's how i envision things eventually becoming once you guys share and subscribe to the sponsor today podcast share with all your friends and family and purchase tons of my books to also share with your friends and families for their birthdays and christmas and all that good stuff (laughs) so i can turn this part-time hobby into a full-time hobby one day right and that folks was episode 218 of the sponsor today podcast i appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you for listening i was definitely due for one of these free writing session episodes and i hope you all enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed putting it together for you 
to show your support for the sponsor day podcast you can do so in a myriad of ways all of which i'm going to drop in right now for you fine folks to pick and choose which ways you'd like to help support and i really appreciate it until next time peace what's up folks tony here i hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as i enjoy producing it for you here are a few quick ways that you can help support this show you can support the Spun Today podcast by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. There you'll find my merch section where you can cop the iconic podcasts versus anybody t-shirt in a wide variety of different colors and all different sizes. Also, if you're into cycling, you can cop the super soft, comfortable, minimalist design Spun Today Bike Club t-shirt. Also available in a bunch of different colors in all different sizes. There are a few other designs of different types of t-shirts. Definitely go there and check it out. Spuntoday.com forward slash support. It's the merch section. We can also get a dope coffee mug. I have coffee mugs with the brand new redesigned Spuntoday logo on one side and the tagline that I end every show with on the other, which is start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. The mug is available in both black and white because we don't discriminate here at the Spuntoday podcast. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash support and check out the merch section. You can support the Spun Today podcast by checking out my writing. You can go to spuntoday.com forward slash free writing and check out some of my free association writing, which is intended to be some cathartic free writing, but oftentimes doubles down as motivation for myself and others. At spuntoday.com forward slash short stories, you can read a bunch of the different short stories that I've written and actually listen to the audiobook versions of those short stories there as well. Another way you can help support my writing is by going to spuntoday.com forward slash books and checking out what I have in store for sale. Digital copies are available in all formats, whether it be Kindle, iBooks, or a different type of e-reader. You can also purchase paperback copies if that's your preferred reading method. Currently available, I have my nonfiction, Make Way For You, which is a collection of freely written thoughts, that were curated and put together as tips for getting out of your own way. Also available is my debut time travel novel titled Fractal. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash books to show your support. Support the Spun Today podcast by following me on social at Spun Today on Twitter, at Spun Today on Instagram. Please also check out and like my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Spun Today and subscribe to my YouTube page as well. On my YouTube page, not only will you get these full-length episodes, but you'll also get to check out some chopped-up clips and bonus content. To get to my YouTube page, just search Spun Today on YouTube or click on any of the YouTube icons on the footer of my website. Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're listening. It really does help. The Spun Today newsletter is available to each and every one of my listeners absolutely for free. All you have to do is go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and drop in your email address. What I'm going to do is brighten up everybody's least favorite day of the week by delivering five curated things within my weekly newsletter every Monday at noon. You're going to receive a photo of the week, a recommended podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts from an array of varied interests. I cherry pick the very best ones so that you can check them out. I also share a video of the week, which can be anything from a tasty recipe to a dope rap battle to an enlightening TED talk. I also share a quote of the week. And finally, 
for my fellow wordsmiths out there, a word of the week, so that you can step up your vocab. Again, this curated list is yours absolutely free by going to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and dropping in your email address, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe, drop in your email address, and you'll get the very next one. If you want to help support the Spun Today podcast financially, you can do so by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. Here you'll find a few different ways that you can do so. You can shop on Amazon, but first go to my website, spuntoday.com forward slash support, click on the Amazon banner, which will take you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It will not cost you anything extra, but I will get credit for driving traffic to their website. Another cool way that you can help support this show is through Patreon, where you can set up reoccurring donations to my podcast, whether it be $1 per show, $2 per show, etc. And depending on how much you choose to pledge, you will receive some Patreon perks in return. Things like free writing pieces, free bookmarks, free digital copies of my books, etc. Again, my Patreon link can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. You can also set up similar reoccurring payments via my Ko-fi page. And if you want to send a one-time happiness bomb donation, if you will, you can do so via my PayPal link. Again, all of which can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five-question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find the five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. It's completely free at no cost to you. And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And as always, folks, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening. I love you, Aiden. I love you, Daddy.